to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I am your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm thrilled you can be with us today. We are going to be talking about Memory Lane TV and how easy this is to use and affordable, and it'll be life-changing for so many people who are dealing with dementia. But before I go there, I always like to give a couple of shout-outs. And first, I have to thank the Mark Arneson Band for allowing us to use their song, Clarion Call. You can download that on any of your favorite music platforms. And for those of you that are new to Alzheimer's Speaks, we are about sound information, not just sound bites. We like to be inclusive of everyone all around the world who is dealing with dementia. You see, my own mom lived with dementia, and I get how important it is to hear information from all different levels and ideas. I truly believe it's the only way we will have sustainable change is through inclusion and sharing knowledge. And so that really is our bottom line goal here on Alzheimer Speaks Radio. I also want to mention check out Dementia Map if you haven't. It's the only global resource of its kind that not only has a resource directory, but a blog, a glossary of terms, and an events calendar. And for those of you looking for support, I do do a virtual Memory Cafe, which is sponsored by Arthur Senior Care, the second and the fourth Wednesday of each month. As well, if you're in Minnesota, uh, you can also join us the last Wednesday of each month, which is a in-person meeting at the Shoreview Community Center. Uh, sponsored by Brookdale North Oaks. And in that meeting, the loved one with dementia can be brought and there's a respite care program and then the, the care partners meet together. And on May 25th, I'll be down at Friendship Village in Minnesota. Uh, doing a program for professionals called As the Cookie Crumbles. You can email me to get more information. And then I do want to give a shout out to the Memory Camp. They are open again this year. This is for people living with dementia and their families to gather and have fun August 15th through the 18th. And you can call 715-479-479. 8255 to get information to register. And it's not too late to apply for Mods Ventures. They are giving out seed money to three specific needs. So go to modsventures.org and see if you can win fifty dollars to $100,000 in seed money. I just think that's a great, great uh, possibility there. We are going to hear from the Adaptive Equipment and Caregiving Corner as they talk a little bit about the Footbar Walker, and then we'll be right back and introduce you to our guest and get started with the show. I love the Footbar Walker, and let me tell you why. It is the option for my toolbox that I've been waiting for. Let's be honest. There are some clients who, despite our best rehab efforts, just aren't able to return to performing a sit-to-stand transfer on their own. Now I can offer my caregivers an easier, safer option that doesn't involve hoisting their loved one up from a sitting position. 
I don't recommend this walker for all of my clients, but I do recommend this walker for those caregivers looking for an easier, safer option with transfers. I would also encourage other therapists to add this walker to their toolbox. It's kind of like having my own mobile parallel bars for the client to pull up on. Whether it's a family caregiver at home helping a loved one with Parkinson's or dementia, CNAs in a long-term care facility assisting their patients, or therapists adapting to client and caregiver-specific needs, we now have a very safe and effective option to offer in the Footbar Walker. Check this product out at thefootbarwalker.com. That's it for today from Adaptive Equipment and Caregiving Corner. Have a great day, and don't forget, if you can't do it, adapt it. Okay, we are back and we are going to be talking about memory lane TV and how it's different from regular TV and how it can not only help people with dementia, but so many other populations and those who care for them. I want to introduce you to our guest today. Elbal Maino is a Franco-American film producer and he does documentary films and he's based in Portland, Maine, and he's also the CEO of Memory Lane TV which was really inspired by his experience of giving care to his grandma. And he came across a lot of studies and investigations in sensory stimulation and memory. And so he took that information and he combined it with his filming skills and leveraged all of that together. And he came up with this genius um, program called Memory Lane. And I can't wait to tell you all about it because it really is Simple, fantastic, and powerful to use in terms of results that not only will help your loved one or your client with dementia, but it's going to help you too. So thank you, Albal. I am so thrilled to have you with us today. I love what you are doing with Memory Lane TV, and it's just an honor to have you have you back on the show with us today. But before we dive into our conversation, I always like to ask all my guests, you know, how they've been touched by dementia. I mentioned your grandma, but wondering if there's been anyone else or anything you want to add, you know, to that in terms of your background with dementia. Well, um, that's, of course, the first question that comes to mind, you know, how how did you come to this? I'm I'm a filmmaker and photographer. Um, This is this is my domain of expertise. Uh, but just like most of good ideas that arise in the world, it does come from personal experience. Mine was uh, uh, the experience with caring for for my grandmother. Her name is Rosette, and I'm really happy. I don't know if you can see her. This is when she was in her 20s. Oh, yeah. In her early 80s, she, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And um, yes, I searched and searched for tools to help make her daily life more harmonious uh, but there were no uh, you know and still are not no good medical options so I knew about integrative health concept uh, from some of my earlier work and I began to explore alternative approaches for well-being and this is when I learned about the research into sensory stimulation as a means of you know addressing very specific behavioral and um, and psychological uh, symptoms of dementia so you know as a filmmaker I already had many of the tools needed to craft that, uh, that incorporated what I was learning, making you know highly personalized films with music, sound, videos, and photos that I would show to her. And she would literally come to life. She had what I, what I call reminiscence illuminations. And throughout the day, we were making a lot of positive impact. And this basically was the genesis of, of Memory Lane TV. Fast forward 10 years, 
you know, it has evolved in, 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 in what hopefully we're going to discuss this morning, a lot of integrated evidence-based research from the benefit of alternative ways to manage dementia symptoms directly into the design of our intervention. Wonderful. Well, I think what we're going to do is watch a short video that you've created that explains that, and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll do a deeper dive. So uh, let's take a peek. Memory Lane TV is a multimedia and multi-sensory intervention designed to improve the quality of life of people living with memory loss. It is a non-pharmacological digital tool that uses the power of cinematography to positively impact mood, communication, and a sense of well-being for users. Leveraging over 50 years of scientific studies on multisensory stimulation and mind-body medicine, our films were developed and tested in clinical settings. Memory Lane is a simple, cost-effective tool that offers care partners a bit of respite from the daily stress of supporting those with memory loss. Our program allows the viewers and their care partners to engage positively throughout the day, reducing anxiety, depression, agitation, and disorientation. The magic of Memory Lane is the combination of multi-sensory stimuli intended to evoke positive feelings and new memories in the viewer. When people are engaged with Memory Lane, they feel immersed, focused, and happier. Enroll with a free trial now. Press play, pause the day, and start experiencing the moment. Okay, so that was a fantastic video. I mean, it really set up a lot of emotions and things of, of what people can expect to see and get value-wise out of Memory Lane TV. So let's talk a, a little bit more about, in your, in your own words, what is it and why is it so different? So as you've seen in that short you know, overview film, it, it's a plot-free, it's multi-sensory and engaging series of programs specifically designed for people living with memory loss and their care partners. I'm going to get into that in a minute. But when I talk about memory lane, I try to put it in simple words like I just did, but it's really a digital health tool that induces um, sensory stimulation to both activate the memory and to mitigate many of the behavioral and psychological symptoms that often accompany Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. We've seen how it impacts some people in the movie, you know, waiting back. And, 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 and it's basically, to, summarizing, to summarize it, a, a media streaming service, you know, just like Netflix or Hulu. And, and so it's very easy to use and widely available. But that's the only analogy with this type of services, as all the content that are available on our platform is scientifically designed to be therapeutically helpful for managing symptoms of memory loss and inducing really a, a sense of well-being in the viewer and any viewer, not only the person that at all stages of the pathology basically uh, experiences symptoms of memory loss, but also the care partner and the caregivers. So your second question was like, you know, how, how is this uh, different? How is it different from regular television or, or content that you can actually access? Well, as I was just saying, it is designed to be therapeutic in nature. So it's not entertainment. It is entertaining, but it is not entertainment. There's a subtlety right there. 
you know, the content that we produce is based on extensive study of more than 50 years worth of published medical and scientific finding exploring the relationship between sensory stimulation, uh, memory activation, and the link to behaviors and psychological effects experienced by people living with dementia. You know, and it's plot-free by design. I was, I was just talking about it, and we've seen it in the, in the beautiful pictures, which means that it's, you know, non-character dependent doesn't mean that there is no story. You know, you've seen some of those images. People are intrigued and there is, there, there is story behind it. We all know on an everyday basis that exposing ourselves and even more people living with dementia to regular television can actually exacerbate the very symptoms that our content is designed to lessen. So it, it, it's something very new. And what I call my dream scenes, I started to design those dream, dream scenes, you know, and they're, they're 30 seconds in clips that, that, that basically uh, are, are sequence shots. Uh, we call it in, in our jargon of filmmakers, you know, they're, they're long shots, but a lot of things are happening and we, uh, we capture the attention or we redirect the attention to a quieter place. So, for example, in, in a high level of stress or anxiety, you know, redirecting attention, as you know, I know I'm preaching to the choir, Laurie, for you, because you know that more than anything else. You've studied it and you've heard it millions of times. It is very important to come to a quieter place uh, and sometimes to indeed lessen your anxiety or other times to, I don't know, activate uh, appetite or, or engage with your loved ones. So, and, and again, uh, you know, regular television can be harmful, when you're living with memory loss, with Alzheimer's disease or other dementia, there is there is a really strong uh, difficulty to 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 keep track of plots in general and characters, or to contextualize editorial information like news. So this this actually creates confusion and stress and agitation and even anger on our and 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 that specific programming is designed to reduce those feelings. You made so many um, neat comments I, I want to talk about. One is who thinks of, of the television, you know, or a screen as being a health tool? Pretty much nobody. So I think that that was really an important phrase in terms of, of, of how we can connect. I think so often we take in everyday things that we use, you know, we overlook the power of them. And when you were talking about, you know, TV can sometimes be harmful. I had that personal experience with my own mother cleaning out her closet one day when she was in the nursing home. And at that time, everything red could stay. Every other color had to go. wasn't hers. And we had the TV on. She was sitting next to it and I'm cleaning out her closet. And all of a sudden she's horrified. She is so anxious. She is crying. She's her body's almost shaking. And I'm thinking, mom, if you changed your mind, I'll, I'll put everything back. You know, I thought it was about cleaning the closet had nothing to do with cleaning the closet. It had to do with what was on the television and we were bombing Iraq. And she thought that was happening right, right outside her door. And as soon as I turned that TV off in seconds, in seconds, she calmed down. I mean, it was fascinating because I never, I never put that together. You know, you talked about redirecting and one of the things I think families have a really difficult time is they understand the concept, but their brain kind of goes, how do I redirect? How do I redirect? What do I do? What do I do? And, mm -hmm. and here memory lane is doing that for them. Right. And it really, it isn't, a, it isn't so much what you do, but it's 
why you do it. And it's getting back to that research you were talking about, about bringing the calm. The calm reduces the symptoms. And that is so under talked about in this field. People, they're so task oriented and they're leaving out that emotional tie, which is the key to it all. As far as I'm concerned, you know, you've really summarized that for me, I I created a tool called your memory chip, which I think it really applies to, to memory lane, what you're doing. It's getting down to the basics of kind of Maslow's theory Mm -hmm. and, you know, coming off the tower, you know, and just getting down to the basics. And for me, it was always about, you know, was she safe? Was she happy? Was she pain-free? And that's really what you're doing. You're giving them a, a safe, comfortable place. And I think, I think also, and I don't know if there's research to prove this, but I think when people are engaged, it typically reduces pain. I mean, that's been my own personal thing. And I've heard that from so many people. I've heard it from people with dementia when they're engaged, their symptoms lessen. And, and that's a huge takeaway. You know, everybody pretty much has some form of screen mm-hmm. in, in their premise, you know, yes. to be able to take advantage of this. So I, I think it's just a really, really a, a wonderful, wonderful concept that you're, you're dealing with. Let's talk a little bit more about the variable types of the no plot, because again, uh, that's another thing I hear from families all the time. They we used to sit and just watch TV and we really can't do that anymore because right. they'll, they'll sit just because they're comfortable with me, but they're, they're really just sitting to yeah. be near me. It has nothing to do with them being engaged and yes. care partners see the difference in that. So can you give us a little bit more in terms of examples of customize to a person and what their likes are Yes, that's to- totally at the epicenter. You know, we all have our individual story. I just want to bounce and say a couple of things about what you just mentioned that is so crucial and important to understand. What you've just described is called cinematic perceptions. You know, the feelings that we get when we go to see a movie. It's better in this movie theater, but now we have those big screen TVs. So we can really create different types of emotion, feelings, and every one of us can understand that we all watch Netflix shows and, you know, and have our favorite films or favorite music. And we know what that does to us. Well, what's important to us, what it does to us is even more important for the people living with dementia and for caregiver and engagement. And, and that that has been you know, demonstrated and we know how it works. We know the mechanisms. And, and when you listen to your favorite songs, you know how you feel. I don't have to explain that or, or justify it, even though it has been studied. So technologies and other things that you've mentioned. Yes, we all have a television. And I wanted this to be so simple to use. I wanted not to be, we're not a technology-based company. I was so fortunate. My vision was not implementable 10 years ago, but thanks to the billions of dollars of, you know, Apple, Googles, and Amazon, we're able now to be in every single home all around the world instantly within a matter of minutes. So technology and television is, yes, a really important tool that we can use in a therapeutic way. And I want to insist on this. This is paramount. I don't want people to sit in front of television. Television is not a babysitter. No, absolutely not. But the reality of it it is that we do spend, all of us spend a lot of time watching our screens. So let's use this in a very different way. 
let's use it two, three touch points a day to address specific, you know, specific symptoms. We all, maybe you do, I don't know, or yoga in front of your TV with Adrian or, 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 you know, engage or watch Netflix shows or just meditate in front of nature shows or, or dream in front of traveling. Well, we can do this, but we have to adapt the programming. So to your last point, you know, what are the types of programs that we use? Another very important feature that we bring to the table is the regrounding of the end user in the natural rhythm of the day. So in our jargon, we call that the circadian rhythm. You know, individual living with dementia often becomes totally dissociated from this natural rhythm, and that can lead to many negative behavior outcomes like the so-called sundowning syndrome. So we have uh, designed our programming to follow the rhythm of that day. And there are two ways to use memory lane TV, by the way. You can just turn it on and pre-program, just like a regular TV will follow that rhythm. And at night, even if you turn it on at night, you will see moon and calming you know, uh, images of, of the evening to really uh, inform you about that time of the day. But throughout the day, we all have different needs, right? So mm-hmm. our programs are adapted to the different needs of the day. So you can choose it a la carte, you know, and choose your programming depending on if you want to manage a symptom or, or follow that rhythm of the day. So in the morning, we wake up, we have sounds of birds and nature. We need to engage people as they start the day towards lunchtime, for example. Our, all our programs, which last 20 to 30 minutes in general, that's how we call our sessions and composed of what we call dream scenes um, are not meant to be used throughout the day. I mean, we can use memory lane throughout the day. There are a lot of nature relaxing, but they're used to manage very specific uh, symptoms. So at lunchtime, we're going to show you a lot of images about food. So you really get excited. And after the end of it, you first of all, the rhythm, even the rhythm, the soundscapes, the images that we use are engaging and, and you can watch you know, people cooking or beautiful food. So your appetite will be incentivized slowly. Mm-hmm. In the afternoon, we, we do more engagement. So how do we do this? You know, we use, again, that fantastic tool that we all have to engage people. So I'm going to give you a very concrete example. So we have a, a, a film of several films, but one of them that I like to use as an example is how to make an apple pie. Uh, you know, we all have grown up with, you know, our parents or grandparents making apple pies, the famous Madeleine de Proust, you know, that remember, we, we remember that smell and everything. So we have films like that. You, you put it on and, and people watch it. We can pause it and you see, you see apple trees and apple making and people engage and recipes and songs and, and slowly people are getting engaged, amused. And at the end of it, then we use everything or during it, we can pause it in the middle and we can interact with our loved ones, mm-hmm. you know, or the people that we care for, you know, about the recipe. And we make it very live. At the end, we even bring an apple pie to the table and we eat it all together, you know, or, or, and, or we bring tools to make an apple pie and we start engaging. So this is the type of engagement we're looking for uh, at certain times of the day. And uh, I was talking about symptom management earlier on. Um, you know, we all get exhausted at the end of the day. You know, it's early morning for us right now. We're still caffeinated and, mm-hmm. and happy to be and, and ready to move on. Uh, but towards the end of the day, uh, the exhaustion of the day, and, and sometimes when you're in, a, in an elder care facility, you know, the, the shift of staff, everything can be really disturbing. And people experience what 
is called the sundowning syndrome. You've mentioned it. And, and that's a really high level of anxiety and stress that can lead to even panic attacks and people screaming. Very contagious, too. So how do we how do we manage this? Well, we don't show images of food anymore. It's the end of the day. We take people on a different art. We're going to do reminiscence. We're going to make them dream. We're going to make them feel good. We're going to make them relax through our imagery and redirect attention. Like you were saying, Lori, we, we take them on a voyage uh, for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. We can do that several times, you know, but, but on a voyage that will alleviate some of that anxiety immediately. And I've seen it. I, I mean, I've seen it so many times, you know, how do we manage a panic attack? It's, 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 it's scary. It can be really scary. And for the person living it, it's, you know, you can't breathe anymore. And there are really simple ways. You do not need a pill. First of all, the pill doesn't work. It takes a long time for psychotropics to actually work efficiently, but you can redirect attention very efficiently. You use music, you use media, you use redirecting attention, just like you would do for your kid right? Your kid falls and starts screaming. You don't go, oh, my poor... No, you, you just say, hey, look at the sun. Oh, yeah, that's the sun, Dad. Yes, yes. And that works in in very similar way for all of us. And for pain management, like you were saying, Laurie, if you are in pain, if you don't focus on the pain, the pain goes away. So, I mean, I could go on and on about the collections of programs that we have because we touched upon, you know, reminiscence, history, cultural, sports, you know, uh, uh, travels around the world. Uh, all sorts of really engaging at all types of the day programming. But the easiest way to do it is really to experience it for yourself and yeah. not to take my word for it. Just, just try it. Yeah. Well, and, and little things, even like, like um, puppies and kitties. I mean, that just kind of melts people's hearts. You know, I mean, there's, there's so much stuff you have on there. I have several comments from what you said. One, you know, you had mentioned the music and the power, you know, with, with the, um, with the video and, a lot of people in this space are aware of Alive Inside, but I'm sure some people aren't, where it really showed where, you know, somebody is hooked up to the music, the power of that, and how somebody literally comes alive. Someone who's kind of drooping, um, half asleep, not engaged at all, will come out and start singing and dancing and all kinds of things. And we've all experienced that mood change where one person in the room has this ripple effect. Right. And, and I think that that is something that's really overlooked in dementia care as well, is that, you know, people aren't looking at if, if we can get them happy and calm, the rest of the people in the community surrounding them, there's not going to be this trigger effect. You know, right. if someone's screaming and yelling, someone else is going to scream and yell to tell them to shut up, you know, knock it off, you know, and then all of a sudden everything is, is bubbling up and staff get agitated. Same thing happens at home. You know, we've, we've all experienced that. So getting back to the, the key of emotion, what is the goal? The goal is calmness, engagement, joy, relaxation. Um, and, and I think there's also something else that happens in dementia care. Cause again, we've always been so focused on keeping people busy mm-hmm. and Harry urban who lives in Pennsylvania, he's been living with dementia almost 20 years now, but one of his most profound statements when we were doing our, one of our dementia chats video series, he said, you know, I like to relax before I got dementia. Mm-hmm. I still do sit down and enjoy this with me. Right. And I don't think that we take that into consideration that 
The rest of us have high level anxiety. The rest of us are not wanting to watch TV because it's too busy. And we're, we're sick of the pop-ups and the scrolls of one traumatic thing after another and all that sensory stuff coming at us. We haven't framed it as that. We've just said, I'm not going to watch the news anymore. And I mean, I don't think I have one friend who watches the news on a regular basis anymore. So think about what that is doing to our loved ones or those that we're caring because they they can't just say I'm going to turn that off. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't they can't always process that information of what is happening. And when we can control that in an easy, cost-effective manner, right. it's it's magic and it's asinine we're not all tapping into it more because it's it's not something we have to learn how to use for the most part. I would say probably 80%, and I don't really know what the statistics are, but I would say 75 to 80% of the population knows how to stream. And so, and once you learn, it's pretty simple to do. Once you, you know, get things set up, it's it's fairly minor to, to do. But this is really powerful stuff that can help not just the person living with dementia, but if you're at home, the rest of the family or the staff, they would have their shows on and they were following the plot instead of focusing on the care. They were doing their tasks, but they weren't engaged because they were focusing on their show, which many times was agitating the residents. I loved when you talked about the apple pie, because I can see where you know activities, um, directors, life enrichment directors, as well as families can use that appear spontaneous, even though it's planned. You know what? Let's just go make one. You know, because that's what we do in real life. You know, we don't always plan everything out and just pull people together. You mentioned, you know, maybe even if people are watching it, you know, celebrating with apple pie afterwards, even if you didn't make it, there's so many different levels. And with the staff shortages nowadays, this can create an activity for them to work around and give calmness, give engagement. And I think companies are looking at ways to not only cut costs, but reduce stress on their staff, because we all know our stress, they mirror it back to us. And then we blame them for, you know, being high high anxiety. Are there certain stages that memory lane works better on? I mean, I I look at, you know, just from what you're saying, oh my gosh, we should all be watching this. Um, Kids with ADHD, you know, autism, um, post-traumatic stress. I mean, there's so many uh, things and, and just people in general are on edge these days. Yes. We need more calm in our life. We need more guidance of how to get there and do it simply. Cause I think a lot of times people think, Oh, I have to learn how to meditate or I, you know, and I don't want to do that, or that's really not me. That's new age. And it, and you've kind of broken down all those barriers to say, let's just get back to the natural rhythm of your body and the environment. Have you seen a live inside Lauren? Yes. Yes. So for, 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 for your listeners, viewers, you know, I mean, Michael Rosanna Bennett followed mm-hmm. the work of, of Dan Cohen, who created, you know, um, personalized playlist of music. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. And we, you know, there are studies that shows what type of music we keep from our adolescents from 12 to yep. six years old. And, and those are, will stay for us for the rest of our lives. So we've realized that, and, and this is showed so well in, in, in Michael Rosano Bennett's film, Live Inside, again, that multisensory stimulation and music specifically, because that's the topic mm-hmm. in there, can create what they call 
by music illumination. Mm-hmm. Well, we took that concept from the field up and created what I call a media illumination, mm-hmm. a sensory illumination. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we do that and we put it on steroids, basically. We mm-hmm. put it and exponentially use it to address this stress and anxiety we're just uh, mentioning. How do, we do, how do we do this? You know, those audiovisual stimuli mm-hmm. that are delivered by the, those streaming services incorporates video and still photography and images and soundscapes and music. Guided imagery is something that has been studied. And all this induces very, very specific reactions in the viewer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this music illumination I was mentioning just about um, comes from the personalization of the content. And, and I think this is important to touch upon because it's also at the epicenter of what I've always wanted to design mm-hmm. um, to achieve very specific behavioral or psychological outcome. First of all, each film is therapeutically designed to address very specific symptoms. Mm-hmm. So, and we even have, and we can get into that specific, specific aromas. We can bring mm-hmm. olfactory stimulation, very exciting, you know, direct pathway to the brain. But um, the customization, you know, when you register on memory lane, just to give a very simple, straightforward uh, example, you, you create your, your life story. Or if you're in a, an elder care facility, you know, we adapt uh, to the cultural environment, the type of program. And you create, basically, you answer all sorts of questions. Where you were born, what type of music you like, uh, what, what type of food you like, what type of environment you like the forest or do you like the water? Where did you grow up? It's not the same scenery if you grew up in Montana or the coast of Maine, right? Mm-hmm. And all this will resonate with you. So we create and we automated specific playlists for the viewer. And we're going to take that to another level with our next iteration of Memory Lane. We're going to be able to allow every user to customize their own film with their own media, incorporating some of our films and generate, you know, a new tool. And we've already experienced and, you know, worked on that for almost two and a half years to create that media illumination with your own personal content. So we're taking that resonance, that reminiscence to another level with music, with media, with your own, me- with your own photography. And, and what does that do? It's, it's, it's like magic. You mentioned the word magic. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like magic. It's, it's like your toolbox you were mentioning, you know, Instantly, people who love polka, they start moving on their chair, you know, they start dancing. And the care partner, sometimes it's their loved ones, their granddaughter or their uncle or wife or husband, they start communicating, you know, again. And, and, and why? Because we're grounded in the present moment. We're seeing something, it resonates, and we can stop it. It's, you know, we can stop it anytime. We don't need to talk about the weather or what happened last week or what's going to happen tomorrow. We're grounded in that present moment and we're interacting with it and all of a sudden the person that you love comes back is there with you you know on on really subtle ways and you reactivate that that connection that we miss so much i know that everyone that you know experienced that knows exactly what i'm talking about it's like you know and and i get emotional because when i think about it you know i remember so many specific moments in my personal life, but also in, in, in situations of people that are no longer with us. But I've seen it happen, Laurie, so many times. It's really, it, it, it's really incredible. Give me the chill because we're able to, to recreate what makes us human beings and, 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 and what gives us you know, joy on, on, on so many ways through that you know, customized and personalized content. So 
by resurrecting our own history and the people we love. Yeah, I got sidetracked, and 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 you can hear uh, how passionate I am about no, this. No, I I love it. I love it. Well, even you know, in the clip, um, there's the woman who's waving back at the at the television. You know, she's engaged, and I, and I've experienced that with with uh, people in groups when we do like a, a memory cafe um, on Zoom, and I have one woman who is actually over in in Belgium, and and she's she always waves, and I always wave back, and. Um, people are like, what's going on? And it's like, we're, we're just connecting, you know, we're just connecting. And um, it puts a smile on her face, puts a smile on my face and, and the rest of the groups every single time it happens. And so it's powerful stuff. I love when you, when you say grounded in the present moment, because I think so often people go, what does that mean to be in the present moment? I've been alive for, you know, 50, 60 years. Of course, I'm in the present moment. I'm, I'm living life, but it's, it's deeper than that. You know, it's, it's slowing down and pushing the other stuff aside and really connecting with somebody in front of you. And the power of that, again, I, I've had so many experiences personally and heard stories about, you know, somebody said my name or they remembered an event and, People sometimes give up in their mind that they've lost those connections and they're still there, people. We just have to pull them out in a different way. And they might not come as often. They might not come as clearly or somebody might not speak things. But you you learn to look at all the nonverbal communications. And for me, those are the things that still are embedded in my heart that will never go away. You know, I have, um, I was lucky enough to have somebody videotape my mom with a musician. And on my YouTube channel, I have, I don't know, probably eight or nine different little clips. And she was, you know, they they were supposed to do it for an hour and she only lasted like a half an hour, but she would, she would go to sleep and then she'd wake up and her hands would start going and she'd try to say the words. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I can have the worst day of my life. I turn one of those clips on and it just centers me and says, how lucky for that moment, you know, because it was captured. And what you're doing is helping people capture moments like that as well, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to, to witness the awakening, the engagement, the calmness, because, you know, some people living with dementia are, are just constantly agitated. They're just, they're anxious and you know, that wasn't them before. Well, okay, then how do we get rid of that? How do we help bring that calmness back? Because that agitation is flown over to you and other people as well. That's just part of how we are integrated with one another. No matter how much we say we're not, we're picking up on each other's vibes. So, you know, this is something that helps us all resonate. And it really, to me, focuses on quality of life and living gracious, graciously alongside dementia, you know, supporting them to be as independent and as engaged and as comfortable um, and feeling, feeling like they fit in. We all want to fit in. So uh, mm. those are all really, really, really cool things. Um, I think it's really exciting. You're talking about even more customization, mm-hmm. you know, in the future. That's really very, very exciting. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about was 
in terms of because people are probably wondering about about cost and you know how do I sign up and those types of things mm-hmm. and and then I want to brainstorm with you a little bit and get people thinking about how do we get this sponsored to to even reduce costs even more mm-hmm. and position this so it's it's more readily available and, and again the costs aren't really high but I want you to talk about that thank you um so many points you've made important you know aging with dignity a center uh, what we are trying to do here well-being and mindfulness at the epicenter and and i don't i'm not sure i answered correctly your question i was thinking about it earlier about you know how um and which stage of dementia is memory Mm -hmm. lane tdl for you remind me of that it's it can be used at all stages. And mm-hmm. frankly, you don't need to be diagnosed with any pathology to feel the benefit of memory lane TV. Thank you mm-hmm. for outlining that. And, 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 and don't take my word for it. You know, just try it for yourself and tell me what you think. And as for management of symptoms of pathology, some of the therapeutic benefits will be, of course, more relevant in earlier mm-hmm. stage than later ones. Uh, and yet other elements will be more helpful in the later stage. So it really covers the entire spectrum. Cost. Ever since I designed Memory Lane, I, I, my only objective was to make it widely available. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, I, I try to, you know, I work with Doctor Without Borders for many years. I, and I, I, I asked my friends, how do we make this happen? And they said, mm-hmm. well, think outside of the box. Is there a way to make it free for everybody? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure this out. Right now, for the, cu- for the cost of a cappuccino, you know, less than $8 a month, you have access to 24 7 400 hours of programming and dripping every content every week. So it's very affordable, very easy. It's a no-brainer. Like you were saying, Laurie, I'm trying to find ways for sponsors, people out there who have experienced most of it. I mean, know exactly what we're talking about. I said, mm-hmm. hey, you know, so so I don't have an Andy Warhol, you know, picture of Marilyn in my background. Otherwise, this would be widely available for free <laughs> on YouTube immediately. But I need to keep the light on. I need to keep mm-hmm. producing more content. So we we need resources and we, make, we need to make this a, a viable economic model in order to sustain in the long run. And, you know, the, the boomers and that generation mm-hmm. is coming on with this. And it's, it's, you know, by 2050, the numbers are astronomical in terms of the impact that Alzheimer's disease and dementia is going to cause on that, on that population. So we do need to find a way to make this widely available. And my goal was always not to put an additional burden not to get dollars uh, from from those people, but to make it widely available. So anyone hearing this out there, if you have any good ideas, if you want to help us out, please reach out. Let's let's make this, uh, you know, through sponsoring, like you were saying, we can mm-hmm. offer thousands of free for people who cannot afford even a cup of coffee, you know, uh, make it available and free. And for an institution, for mm-hmm. any uh, memory care facilities or home care, you know, uh, uh, agencies that would want to use it. Again, this is, this is less than $50 a month, you know, it's, or $100 a month for an, a, 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 an elder care facility. So it's, it's a fragment of, of, mm-hmm. of, of what they can do with it, knowing that it increased, you know, productivity, efficiency, staff and well-being. And, and it gives everybody an edge on, yes, we do use actually a tool that we all have in there. And you were mentioning, you know, something else that is really important to outline because it might lead to potentially... Medicare reimbursement, you know, mm-hmm. and insurance companies. So I want to insist on this. It is very important to understand that the production of this intervention, I like to call it a modality, is evidence-based on almost 50 years of research in the field of dementia. We didn't reinvent anything, basically. We just 
actually published a white paper and literature study on the use of multisensory stimulation to alleviate symptoms of dementia and the impact of memory lane in that context. So, uh, you know, and, and please shoot us an email if you would like to, you know, uh, have that available. And uh, when, when I talked to Herbert Benson about the famous relaxation response that is induced through the use of memory lane, uh, and he discovered our intervention, he, uh, you know, at the Benson Henry Institute for Mind-Body Medicine years ago, he explained how memory lane was beneficial in elder care in general by inducing what you were mentioning as the relaxation response. All that is scientifically based. We never had the money uh, to do a proper double-binded study, cost millions of dollars, um, but I'd eventually like to, to do this and to confirm what, during that development and testing phase, we have uh, uh, defined and, and outlined the decreased stress and anxiety level, the decreased agitation, the improvement with sundowning, you know, the better quality interaction, the increased engagement, the and to a certain degree, the lower utilization rates of psychotropic drugs during the testing. You know, this, this, this finding is anecdotal in nature, but we, we plan to study this uh, in more formally going forward. Um, and, and, and you were mentioning the, the productivity and the efficiency of the staff. There's a sh real big shortage of human resources in our industry. So allocating more time for the other duties or less time spending de-escalating more intense behavioral situation mm -hmm. with, with this group of residents by using memory lane TVs is, is so important. So and there's one thing to, to really remember for everything that we've said, and we've said so many things this morning, is that we're grounded in, in scientific research here. This is not entertainment, although it feels like it. Mm -hmm. It makes us all feel good, you know. And what is true for us? is even more true for, for, for people who are in that constant stage of everything is true right now. I watched the news several times, it's true again. It creates anxiety. So it's, it's cost-effective, it's, it's easy to use, very simple, and it can help in so many ways to alleviate and offer respite to the caregiver, which is, as you know, more crucial than anything else. Well, you know, over in the UK, um, there's something called the Purple Angel. And well, actually, it's all around the world. And it's a it's a symbol, basically, of all dementias. But one of the things that they have um, gotten into, like ambulance and hospitals and stuff, yes. is just MP3 players, you know, just playing music to calm down. Think of if you had memory lane in an ambulance. I mean, talk about high level anxiety, discomfort, people scared, you need to get people calmed down or when they're in the emergency room, being able to have that stuff being played in a clinic, just in a, in a waiting room. You know, no one likes to sit in the doctor's office. Sorry, if you think we do, but we really right. don't, you know, <laughs> and so having something on instead of a, you know, Jerry Springer screaming match going on <laughs> would, would be really beneficial, you know, to everyone there. Um, being able to have this in memory care and to be able to actually point out to families, we don't use regular TV and this is why, yes. I, you know, because families want to learn, they want to know what are the tools and, and, you know, because that gives them ideas on how they can apply things, you know, dental offices, um, ha having employee assistance programs fund this, you know, they're trying to figure out how the heck do we get staff to work for us again? Pay attention to their life. What are their needs? How do you support them? That's what they're, they're looking for. It's not all about the money. It's about 
them not worrying about losing their job because they're caring for a loved one. And that is real out there. There's so many different ways that, that they can support and, and insurance companies, shame on you, you know, reduce the anxiety, you know, help families support them. This is a low cost thing. This is something that needs to be changed. There should be a, a prescription that should be able to be written for $8 a month or, you know, $100 for a community and serve how many people versus a pill that might be thousands of dollars a month. Hello, we have to wake up. We have to look at that psychosocial benefit and, and get off our high horses. And we have to start collaborating with people who are already, you know, have a proven track record instead of 20 years down the road go, yeah, that seems to be working. Let's, let's put that together ourselves, you know, and then they're starting from scratch all over again. Use what memory lane has here, work with them, get this out. This is a crisis we're dealing with. And there's absolutely no reason that we can't work together. Um, I, I just think it is so foolish, you know, granted, some rules and laws have to change. But from the budget standpoint, senators look at the money that would be saved in the long run. Hello. And yet they don't seem to get it until they've experienced it. Well, they have to dive a little bit deeper and learn more. And as public members, we have to speak up more so that they're hearing these stories and how things, uh, you know, how it's changing lives. I, I just I just love what you're doing. I think it's absolutely amazing. And like I said, I have seen. I have seen the effects of, of TV and environment. I've seen the ripple effect changes and so many others have. It might not have been elevated. It might've been something that just happened, but they didn't really know why. And here you're explaining the whys and how easy this is, you know, we can make this happen in people's lives and, and really turn a corner, um, which I think is so, so important. I do want to uh, just talk uh, in wrapping up about, how people contact you. But before I go there, I want to make sure that they're, that we're not missing anything in terms of our conversation that you think the public needs to know about Memory, memory Lane TV. Thank you so much for everything that you've just said that resonates. I'm, my hope is that, as you've said, because we've experienced all that during COVID and isolation, people are slowly starting mm-hmm. to understand what we're talking about, mm-hmm. really. And, and, and the proof of that is, you know, a group of, of, of sophisticated angel investors, uh, mm-hmm. you know, helped us make it available for all of you. And I'm so thankful to them for, for having that vision. And now that it's available, it should be evident to a lot of people. So things are changing, but we need more. You're absolutely right. And, and I hope that this message comes across clearly and that, you know, people will contact us. You know, you can go to memory-lane.tv and, and see all sorts of shorts and films to explain everything we've talked about. And, and shoot us an email. You know, we're available for anything. Try it for yourself. It's, it's free to try, of course. And we always find out ways to make it available, even if you don't have the means to do it. But in, in summary, to wrap up, I, I just want to emphasize those four elements. First of all, Memory Lane TV is the only uh, solution to integrate audiovisual and olfactory stimulation by design. You know, mm-hmm. other approaches may offer one or two, but certainly not all of the elements that we've talked about. And one element we didn't talk about today, which is epicentral, is the caregiver channel, training opportunities and education. You know, you don't know 80% of the people that actually have that disease are still at home. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the care facility is like the end and very expensive way at the end. 
so when you're discovering it, you know, and, and, and the scary number that I, some, some people know most caregiver actually pass away before their loved ones mm-hmm. because of the emotional and logistical toll, but also because they don't have the tool to manage it. And it's so exhausting. I know everyone, and by the way, all our angel, angel investors have experienced it. And that's why they know it works. This is so crucial to, to understand. The second point is that our content is scientifically and therapeutically designed to target the specific behavior and psychological outcome from inception. It is not merely plot-free and ambient injury. So I know I've said it many times, but it's important to, to understand. Third point is this service, this intervention is designed to be equally effective, accessible, and as you said, affordable for both in-home and professional care mm-hmm. setting use. And finally, any untrained informal care partner through our caregiver you know, channel for education and training, providing care in their own can use this tool as effectively as the professionally trained care partner in a paid care facility. So, you know, that care, that caregiver channel, you know, where we find Tippa Snow and, and UCLA and the Lean Foundation and many other who are training us to use those tools. And we're, by the way, training you as well to use memory lane. You just don't turn it on and expect it to be magic. You have to use it. This is a tool. All this is there for you to use it. So so again, try it. And thank you again, Laurie, for, for giving us a voice. You know, this is important. And again, shout out out there. Help us out. Let us allow to make this available to the wild world. You know, it's, it, it can be used everywhere around the world. I, I love it. And it's so easy. All you have to do is go to memory-lane.tv and you can get all of your answers there. You can um, also um, email them through their contact page on the website. They're on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, um, Twitter, and Pinterest. So you can't miss them. No matter what your favorite platform is, they're there and they're ready to serve. So don't miss out. Take advantage of this and please like, click and share, pass this along, get this into your doctor's offices, into your community centers, into, you know, memory care and even assisted living because there's, there's people living with dementia all over the place. Your friends who are dealing with this, we have to share the nuggets and support one another because we never know when it's going to hit us next. And we're all in this together. So thank you so much for being with us today. I I can't, like I said, I can't thank you enough. I I adore what you're doing. I think it's such a powerful tool. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that caregiver channel too, um, because that's such an important aspect. And I hope we get some people sitting in, in high seats that listen to this and go, you know what, maybe we need to investigate this. Maybe we do need to sponsor this. This is a really cost effective multi-level tool that can help us on so many different levels. You know, this isn't just something that helps, again, the person with dementia, it's everyone around them. And we all need calmness brought into our lives. And, and this, this does that. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Lori. Thank you very much. Well, to our listeners, again, have a wonderful week. And uh, don't forget to spread the word. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. For a moment, come and dream, and recall the aroma of coffee brewing early in the morning, the sight of that special vista from one of your travels, your favorite song. Then imagine, if you can, the nightmare experience of all that disappearing, 
you're having forgotten everything, including those dearest to you. You have now touched the truth of dementia. There is no cure for this disease close on the horizon. And we know that one out of three of us will be affected. Yet, there is a way to help. A simple, non-intrusive technique, a system that brings back these precious memories and feelings and reduces dramatically some of the symptoms of this epidemic. Memory Lane TV is a multimedia, multi-sensory, and interactive therapeutic system for dementia sufferers. A means to quiet the pain and fear to recapture some of those precious moments, to reduce agitation and stress through a customized, adapted content. With our programs, we help people dream. We improve their quality of life. Our non-intrusive, innovative, and simple solution is available, and together, we can contribute to gently soothing the emptiness of dementia and Alzheimer's. Subscribe or offer a subscription to Memory Lane TV. Well, hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.